0: Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night, and as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. Ah, After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to
1: conquer Earth. Alpha, we just escaped. The Team of Teenagers with Attitudes.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every single week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about video games from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to this crappy amateur retro gaming podcast. This week, I'm pumped, man. Episode 48, we are talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo and later every other system uh, from the day. And listen, I might have fucked up a little bit uh, with the hint this week because I always like to post a hint on Tuesday on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and stuff, uh, which by the way, you should follow us on. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at memberthegame, just like remember, but without the R-E. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash rememberthegame. And we're on YouTube now at youtube.com slash rememberthegame. Please subscribe there. Uh, That was a nice little plug. But uh, I always post a hint on Tuesday. And some weeks it's pretty obvious, some weeks it's less. So I don't try to make them the most... intuitive hints of all time usually it's just a, something from the game uh but this week the hint i posted was uh Jason the original red rangers power coin the tyrannosaurus rex coin and uh and obviously everyone knew right away that it was power rangers i got a great reaction to this hint um but a lot of people were like i hope it's the the movie game and uh i was like oh boy i'm going to rip all their hearts out because this is the vastly inferior uh at least to my understanding i never played the movie game but i did play this one a lot and it's not very good but that's what we're talking this week is the original mighty morphin power rangers for the super nintendo uh but before we get into that you guys know uh oh yeah and we just kind of talk a little bit of power rangers this week too admittedly not too far we try to stick to the game but i was like i don't know if i'm ever gonna get a chance to talk power rangers on a podcast again and uh god damn Man, in the mid '90s, I fucking loved the Power Rangers, didn't like we all did, didn't we? At least for a little while, they were like cooler than the Turtles. At least they were for me, and I'm a Turtles like diehard. But Power Rangers were pretty dope. So this was a fun episode for me, very nostalgic. I got to listen to the Power Rangers theme song a little bit, which is fucking awesome. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it as well as I do. If you do enjoy it, or if you've enjoyed any episode we've ever done, please leave us a good review. On iTunes or wherever it is you leave reviews. I don't know what they accomplish, but I know I'm supposed to ask for them. I do every week. I read them on here. If you leave me one, please do it. If you've left a review on somewhere other than iTunes, like Spotify or something, I'm sorry I haven't read it on here. I, I don't know how to read them. But uh, if you send me a screenshot of whatever review you've posted somewhere else, I will read it on the show. I just don't know where to get them. So uh, good reviews, please. Even if you think the show sucks, still leave us five stars, but then put in the comments. I only did it because the guy bagged me. The show actually sucks. I'm fine with that, too. Um, you guys know I got to ramble for a few more minutes before we get into Power Ranger talk. Uh, things are good. I, uh, I have to go off, off, uh, off topic as far as video games go for just two seconds. I'm sorry. You guys can fast forward about 45 seconds if you want to. Uh, but I just posted my summer comedy schedule on my, uh, website that I plug off the top of the show. Uh, which is abcomedy.net. And I don't talk about my comedy on here too often, I don't think. But I have a lot of great shows coming up over the next three or four months, all on the road across Canada. I'm sorry if you're not in Canada. Uh, I don't have a work visa to go anywhere else, and I don't make enough money to go anywhere else. But uh, if you're in Canada and you live in Saskatoon, Red Deer, Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, Calgary, Toronto, Ottawa, Kingston, Dawson Creek, BC, Cold Lake, or grand prairie alberta uh please check out my website abcomedy.net. tickets are on sale now for shows all across all of those great cities plus i'm always here in edmonton and it would like i can't even express how cool it would feel to run into even one person i don't know who's like hey i listen to your podcast that would be like the coolest thing ever for me i would i would i will shake your hand i will i will hug you if you're into that stuff so please if you're in any of those cities check us out again abcomedy.net has all my upcoming shows uh, enough comedy talk I'll get back to video games now uh, my first Let's Play uh, is completely edited and ready uh, the first video game not the first episode but the first series it's about two weeks long I think like uh, 14 episodes uh, it's the first game I've decided officially the series will be called Adam Sucks at Video Games uh, I originally started calling them remember the game Retro Let's Plays and then realized that I suck at games when I try to play and talk into the mic at the same time so uh, Adam Sucks at Video Games is the title it will be launching on June 12th on uh, YouTube along uh, I've got my first review almost locked and loaded as well and those will both be launching on the YouTube channel uh, around June 12th which will be uh, episode 50 of the show so again if you haven't subscribed youtube.com slash remember the game good stuff is coming I promise Uh, I have a couple other ideas I want to get up on there as well and uh, and listen uh, I just wanted to put this out there now I can't remember if I've officially talked about it I know I've hinted at it Uh, I will be launching a Patreon next month probably right around episode 50 as well and uh listen i just have to i want to get this out there right now i know there's a ton of podcasts out there with a ton of patreons uh, you guys are under zero obligation to sign up for it, okay? Your weekly podcast is not changing at all. There's going to be a, an episode every single Wednesday until I run out of uh, video games to talk about, and uh, there's no advertising on the podcast other than my garbage, and that's never going to change. I was offered a chance to put advertising on the show. I turned it down because I, d- I just want this to be my project and my thing, and I, and I really mean this when I say it. I don't just want it to be my thing. I want it to be our thing. Um, more and more of you have been interacting with me on our social. Social media, which I am really, really grateful for. I'm really just trying to build a community where uh, even if you don't come on and play video games all the time, we just sit back and talk about video games and stuff like that. And uh, so I don't want any advertisers coming into the podcast and potentially changing anything. So it is just going to be me. So we are launching a Patreon in a couple weeks. You're under zero obligation, but listen, I am going to have some rewards for it. The Patreon is going to start at $2 a month. Uh, with that, you're going to get some extras. You're going to get. Uh, A few things you'll find out when I launch it in a couple of weeks, but my big, uh, the biggest part of it is I plan on giving 20% of everything I raise in the Patreon back to one of the Patreon subscribers every month. So uh, your $2 a month is going to get you an an entry into that draw, and then I may add like a $5 tier that'll get you three or four entries, much like buying a 50-50 ticket at a hockey game or wherever you live, whatever sporting events you go to and uh, I'll be giving back 20% of it at the end of every month uh, to one person that I draw, and it'll be in the form of a digital gift card that you can use on your Switch, Xbox, PS4, Steam, whatever console, I guess iTunes or whatever, whatever you want, you know, I'll send you a gift card for it or a digital code or whatever. Uh, I'm still looking through all the logistics of how to send one to somebody out of Canada, but I think I have it figured out, and uh, and listen, if you're like 20% not that much. I, I guarantee you, 99% of Patreon subscribers don't give anything back. Plus, they take a ton of fees off the top. So my hope is that by the time I give you guys back your kickback and pay all the fees, I get 50% of that money. And I'm not looking to get rich from it or make a living off it. I'm not gonna go out and blow your money on strippers and blow. That's what my comedy money is for. Uh it's primarily just to upgrade the equipment for the show. Okay. Right now I'm trying to do everything on an old MacBook that I'm also trying to capture gameplay footage off of and it doesn't run my capture card well. I have to flip it to Windows to do. So I would love to just pick up a, even if it's just a cheap Mac uh, laptop uh, that's not a, a, a Mac that I could use for the capturing stuff and uh and just to sink some time and money back into the show i'm putting a ton of hours into this thing now i'm probably putting 30 or 40 hours a week right now into editing and stuff in addition to i know you're probably thinking comedians don't work but like i have to write material i do a ton of emailing trying to book in my own shows i'm on the road i'm not looking for pity i know you guys have day jobs i had one too i am not like it's i have i'm so grateful that anyone listens to this Okay. Uh, I'm just hoping that the podcast can be some self-sustaining. And, uh, the goal is to if we had $50 a month, then I can give a $10 gift card back every month. That's where I'm hoping to get this thing to. And if it gets to, and I'm just talking out of my ass, if it gets to $500 a month, then someone's winning a hundred dollars a month worth of gift cards and stuff like that. I'd like to give away a Sega Genesis mini when they launch in September, but I just don't have the additional cash to buy it up front. And so if we can get the Patreon going, I'm going to give as much of it back to you guys as I possibly can. Okay so it is coming i just wanted to put it out there so i don't snowball anybody with it i don't know if that's the right term but whatever and again you're under zero obligation to all right if you just want to listen to the show for free every wednesday that's fucking awesome it's going to keep coming and you can keep listening to it all right more on that in a couple weeks when we hit episode 50 not right now um Speaking of episode 50, we have recorded a ton of episodes over the last week or two. I'm on the road a a lot this summer, so I'm trying to get ahead and get as many in the bank as I can, and uh, you guys, I'm telling you, we have games from the NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, PS1, PS2, GameCube, we've even got our first arcade machine, uh, like arcade game coming up on the show here in the next few months it's been so much fun uh massive thank you to all of the guys uh that have made their way up here to talk video games with me uh you guys are the best i really do appreciate it i've never been to my house uh i do live in edmonton it's a pretty big city but uh i'm kind of a pain in the ass to get to i live up in a far end of town And, uh, it's not, I live right downtown where everybody, it's easy for, for people to get to. And people have been taking time out of their days, sometimes out of their weekends, uh, to come over and just record these podcasts with me completely for free. I'm not, I can't afford to pay anybody. They're just doing it because they like talking video games with me. Uh, I think so you guys, thank you for coming up. Really. And guys, we have some cool episodes coming up. Uh, I also picked up a GameCube this week too. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not a huge collector. I used to collect years ago. I got out of it. Uh, as I've said on here many times, the majority of my gaming happens on my classic consoles or virtual console or compilation packages on the Switch, things like that. But, uh, I've been jonesing to play a lot of GameCube lately. There's games like Thousand Year Door, Double Dash is one of my favorites, the Mario Sports games, Mario Sunshine. Just a bunch of games on the GameCube that just aren't available anywhere. And I really want to play them. And, uh... I won't lie to you guys, I figure there's like a small chance that Nintendo comes out at E3 in two weeks and fucking puts all these games on the Switch, but probably not because Nintendo likes to fuck us around with their classic games. Uh, so I did buy one, I got it cheap, I got it used, I don't have any games for it yet, I just bought it, that's it. That's all I'm spending on it this month, I have too much to play already, but my hope is now over the next year, so just pick up the odd game when I see one cheap on Kijiji or something like that and um, start doing that, and then hopefully I can use it for some Let's Play series and uh, and stuff like that as well, so... Uh, but like I said, I have too much to play right now as it is. Uh, what am I playing? Uh, primarily Resident Evil 4. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting about it. Same as on Twitter and stuff. I love this fucking game. I haven't played it in forever since the GameCube release of it. Um, so it's been on Switch. It has taken over my life. Every, I'm staying up till like midnight one in the morning after I get home from my comedy shows at night, just playing, uh, Resident Evil 4. Expect an episode to come on that sometime this summer. Um... I know another another guy that's a, a guest on the show is playing through it right now as well, kind of refreshing his mind, and then we're going to come on and get a podcast done about it. I fucking love that game. Uh, I'm also playing SteamWorld Heist when I need a break from Resident Evil, or if I want something to play while I'm you know trying to watch TV with my girlfriend or something. Um, the SteamWorld Heist has been a, a great game, tactical shooter, 2D. I think I talked about it last week, so I won't go into too great a detail, uh, but if you've never played any of the World games, I highly recommend them. They're top quality, they're cheap, and they're awesome. Uh, but enough about what I am playing. Let's talk about what I have played in the past. And that's why this week, that's a nice segue. This week we are talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and later everything else with apparently better versions. But that's none not that matter. We're talking to Super Nintendo 1. Uh, this game released uh, on November 23rd, 1994 here in North America. Uh, I was 11 years old when this game came out and I fucking loved The power rangers at least for a time they didn't stick they didn't have the staying power that the ninja turtles did uh as i record this intro i'm sitting here in a ninja turtles t-shirt if you've never met me or seen me i have a ninja turtles tattoo sleeve on my left arm i fucking love them but at least for a short time man the power rangers were the thing to go like they were the top shelf they were awesome i had the toys we all had the toys we all watched the show we played the games Good stuff, this is a very nostalgic episode. The music, talking about the show, talking about the series, talking about the video game. We're just talking Power Rangers. I'm gonna cue the music right now. My guest this week is my buddy Andre, returning to the show, he's been on here many times. He is a gamer like me, he's a wrestling nerd like me, he's a Power Rangers super fan, and we had a fucking hell of a time talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo, and just life with the Power Rangers in the mid 90s. I hope you guys enjoy this show as much as me. It's podcasting time, baby. Let's go. episode is going to be uh it's not going to be different than the other ones we're talking about an old video game we're going to get nostalgic but i'm telling you right now i try not to bleed too hard into the other mainstream things that franchises do when we talk about something like this i have no doubt we're going to go into it a little bit this time because have to. we're never I, I i have zero doubt in my mind that i'm never going to get a chance to talk
1: power rangers on this show again because i'm not talking about any other games no um,
0: my pal andre is back andre how are
1: you my friend i'm glad to be here and like to be talking about power rangers just epic for me that's right and you guys like i
0: guarantee you anyone listening to this like i I fucking have no doubt i played the theme song off the top of the show i haven't actually edited the intro yet but i guarantee you i played that theme song and uh if you're listening to this this podcast is all about nostalgia it's all about growing up in the 90s it's all about what life was like before responsibility and uh when i think of like this era i think of the ninja turtles Yep. And I think of fucking Power Rangers, man. Yep. There was a point where, and I'm not, and for anyone that doesn't know, I don't speak on behalf of Andre, but if anyone that doesn't know me very well, like I have a full sleeve on my left arm of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have Ninja Turtles stuff hanging all over my office. Like I love the Ninja Turtles, but there was a phase in the mid 90s where the Power Rangers surpassed the Ninja
1: Turtles for me, at least for a while, where I was like, these guys are the fucking yeah. boss. Like I, have, I At home, I have Ninja Turtle figures. I have Power Ranger figures. I have Power Ranger shot glasses, Power Rangers glasses, I have Turtles, a bunch of other Turtle stuff. Like Those were the two for me. Totally. And Ghostbusters. So I have a sure. bit of Ghostbuster Ghostbusters stuff too. But Turtles and Power Rangers are probably the two that hit me the mo- the hardest right. and the most. Because I, I still follow Power Rangers to this day. Okay. like It's a show that I never got off of. Like I still watch the iterations now. Oh, okay. And... I'm a like I, I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan like and I li- literally the last Comic Con I went and met the pink, original Pink Ranger.
0: Oh Kimberly, so, yeah. Oh shit, that's she sick. Was awesome. Uh, okay, because like that's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say is like I won't lie to you like um it was after the first couple seasons when Jason Zach and Trini, and Trini left the cast. Right? Yeah, they brought in Trini. New- I stopped watching that. Like that was as oh, far I, as I went. No, with Power
1: I, I I'm I was diehard for up a, the last few seasons I haven't watched, but pretty diehard up until the last few years like
0: so it obviously has a cult following to this day oh yeah uh but like when it first came to north america in i don't even know when the mid 90s 93 uh, it was fucking huge i think it was
1: 93 they started up over here
0: like the theme song is incredible i had all the action figures the same as you i remember my buddy rob had uh the the morphin pack like the whatever you want to call it oh, the like actual the, morpher the, the morpher with yeah. the coin and you could like interchange the coins yeah. and we all would just take turns playing with it like yeah. at recess and stuff but that was the coolest thing uh we are going to talk to video game guys i promise but uh there's nostalgia in this. Uh, yeah uh <laughs> so my brother and i are my i have a little brother he's three years younger than me he's actually one, like, my uh, be- and one of my best, are, are, friends, yeah. our best friends yeah uh when we were kids we used to get a ton of, because our birthdays are a day apart and they're a month before Christmas. And so all our family lives across the country. So they would always just send us gift certificates, usually for like Toys or Us and stuff like that. And we'd save them up and go. And I remember one year, I don't remember what my brother wanted to buy, but I convinced him to pool his money with me to buy the Megazord action figure, which was the five, the five Zords yeah. you could play with separately. And then you could transform them all into the Megazord. It was a really badass action figure. Oh, I,
1: ha- I had, I never had the full Megazord, but I had like, a couple of them mm-hmm. I never because I, I I, my parents always bought me each one separately right. I don't think I ever got the full Megazord I,
0: I convinced them to buy them with me and my mom I remember my mom giving me shit being like let him buy what he wants and I was like this is what he wants and Josh was like yeah I think it is and then I in the halftime I wouldn't let him play with it and stuff like
1: that I, I could see that 100% but uh, <laughs> dude it was
0: the coolest like the Megazord is badass Zords look badass the Power Rangers looked cool I get that in a way I'm not saying they were but in a way they were kind of like a humanized Ninja Turtles but they were well, they awesome. Were,
1: they were our superheroes. They were awesome. Like yeah. the
0: show was so much fun to watch. That music would just get you so fired up. And every show was the exact same. Okay, and, and we'll get. That's how we're going to transition into the video game. We can go yeah. back to the show later. Uh, every show, I mean, minus a couple of like arcs, like the Green Ranger and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like whenever there was an arc, it was different. Other but, yeah. than that, it was the same old formula. They'd have some little problem at school. And then, oh fuck! What was her name? The the queen, the the bad guy, uh, uh, Rita. Re- Re- Rita. Uh, yeah, Rita I was gonna say Repulsa. Yeah, yeah. Rita, Rita Repulsa. Repulsa. Yeah. So then she would she would fucking send like she would create some new some new creature and send them to Earth and they would fight putties and then they would morph and then they would fight more putties and they would fight that creature and then Rita would grow the creature and then they would call the yep. Zords, not even use them, just instantly transform into Megazord most of the time.
1: There was odd times where you like get like an episode where Jason's. It was never anybody else fighting the monster. It was always Jason and his Tyrannosaurus yeah. fighting the monster, and then they'd all come together, go into like tank mode. Yeah, yeah, which is the coolest. Mode yeah, to the make. tank. Yeah, yeah, and then they shoot him a bit. And usually, he wouldn't do anything, so they have to transform him to Megazord, and then you yeah. have to kill him. Yeah,
0: and then and then you would kill him, and the music would play, and then they would go back to being teenagers, resolve the problem, they, they and they then
1: they saw and by the end, solve their issue at school
0: every time, every episode, and we'd still watch it. And yeah. honestly, guys, like <laughs> before we started recording, Andre and I, I, we were just talking about how some episodes of this podcast are longer than others because some games have more depth to them than others. Yeah. And I was like, we might be able to wrap this game up in about three minutes, so that's yeah. why we're talking some Power Rangers too,
1: because this. This game runs like an episode. Dude, it or is. A couple so, episodes mashed together real quick.
0: So basically, because uh, I actually would believe there are people that never played this growing up but love Power Rangers, and oh, that's yeah. why they're listening. It's basically a side scrolling beat-em up, as there's so many of those games were back then. And
1: for like for me, like I never owned the SNES version. I played it with my friends. I owned the Sega version, which was just the fighting game. Oh really? Cuz there's cuz there's multiple versions of this game. Right. And you I know on SNS, they eventually they released the fighting version which Was I think a year or two later because it has Lord Zed in it and stuff. Oh, okay. But that's the version I got on a game on in Genesis. But I've played this game like I, you know, as soon as I got a hold of an emulator, I played it and I played this back in the day with friends, right? But like I've played the shit out of this over the years just playing it through it. And it's the most repetitive game, it's, I, so I, I swear to god, it's the most repetitive game in the world that I've ever played in my life. It is
0: like okay, so my brother and I owned it growing up, yeah. And I beat it, I remember beating it like the day we got it's not a hard game at all, no. Uh, but basically, what it is, it's just a side scroll and beat em up. And there's really, I don't remember there even really being much of a story. It was literally, so the first five levels, you pick a Power Ranger and you run from left to right beating up putties.
1: Yep. And then you end up morphing halfway through the level. And then at the end of the yeah, level. Yeah, like it, the, bo- the boss would show up a pier. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm scared. Morph. you yeah. you'd then it, it made it made the putties that much easier because you get your friggin' weapon it. Right. Yeah. And
0: then, and then at the end you would fight the boss. And the bosses looked cool, but you would fight yeah. the boss and then that was the end of the level. And then you'd go again. Uh, and it was, it was like, like, so, I mean, when you think of beat-em-ups in particular on the Super Nintendo, everybody, and I don't care who you are, the one that pops to mind is Turtles in Time, which is Easy. not only the best beat-em-up on the Super Nintendo, for my money, it's probably the best beat-em-up ever made. Oh, yeah. Um. It's a tough game, but. It's great, though. It's great. Yeah. And this game, like, even, like, when I think of, like, I, I mean, because I never played a ton of them, but, like, I love the Ninja Turtle games. I remember Maximum Carnage on yep. the Super Nintendo being oh, badass. so good. This game was, like. Uh, it was such a watered down version of that. You ran from left to right, but there wasn't even any depth to the screen. You couldn't go back and forward. Like remember, like on Turtles in Time, at least you could like go up to like like if you're on the street, you could go up to like against the buildings, or you could come toward the screen and be you more couldn't, toward you the couldn't street. Go
1: up and down. Like I, th- I know there was levels where you could jump onto other level. Like right. up, up, up like yeah, platform. I think level two and three. Yeah, yeah. For level but two was, for sure. There was, there was different no levels. You could, but you couldn't go like yeah, you couldn't you couldn't move across the street. Yeah. It was one singular line across the yeah. street.
0: So there was no depth to it uh, the putties were all
1: like just generic putties. They're yeah, easy the f- to kill. I do like the fact that they did go with multiple versions of the putties. Cause I know there was like the gray ones that like one hit, they're done. Right. Then there was the purple ones. You had to knock down like two or three dimes. There was, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. The green right. ones. Once you morphed they would, they were one hitters at that point. Right. And then there was these brown ones that took, took forever to destroy them. Yeah. But no real depth to them. No. Level. Um, and, and it was literally like, like, cause this is a seven level game. Yeah. The first five levels is literally putties all the way with some maybe some laser cannons or something every right, now and again you have to blow right. up, and then the boss. Yeah, it's
0: so generic. And here's another criticism I have of it is like. So you get to pick... It's it's almost cool because one of my favorite things about like these style of games, like the Turtles games, this game, is being able to pick from the different rangers or the different yeah. turtles, right? And so in this one, it's cool because you get to pick a different uh, ranger and you get to pick them on every level. And literally, you have five levels. Yeah. You can literally play all so, five across. That's what I would always do is I'd pick yeah. a different ranger for each level.
1: Uh, and it's cool in a way. They all handle like literally identical. Yeah. you know, Well, but if you look at them, they're all exactly the, the same oh, outside of their color and... Well, their helmet or helmets are designed differently, right? But literally, the body sprites for Kimberly and Trini yeah. look exactly the same as Zach, uh, Jason, and Billy. Yeah, I wrote that down. So, like, literally, like once they, so they, like, and I'll talk about it in a second. They
0: actually look a little different when they're out of their clothes or yeah. out of the ranger outfits, so like when they're in their street like, clothes. Kim looks
1: short comparatively, right. and all this other stuff. Yeah, but
0: once they morph, it literally is one generic like buff body, and like and Trini and Kimberly look exactly mm-hmm. the same. And like, I don't remember. If, I think Trini
1: did. I know Kimberly. Kimberly had, like. A little skirt Kimmy, on her outfit on the show yes but no on this game because Tr- trini didn't because the original series it was a guy the right other that's right a guy uh but when you yeah. watch like
0: in this game once they morph it literally is five different palette swaps of the red ranger yeah uh the only difference is that they each get their weapon that they had in the in the show yeah but
1: the weapons handle exactly the same if you hit a certain button combination for kimberly she does fire the bow. right but for which, the most which is, part which is the only difference and i think Billy can spin his yeah, he his, spin his, tri- his, his trident or yeah, whatever yeah. the heck it was. Yeah, it, but you could spin it. That was literally it. Yeah,
0: for the most part, like Kimberly runs through the game swinging the bow, like the exact same way as Jason like swings a sword, his yeah. sword.
1: If you like, literally, for Trini, they, I find the worst because her weapon is so short. Yeah, so you're getting stabbed constantly by everybody else as you're trying to stab she's, them.
0: She's the Raphael of the Power Rangers. She sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> take that, turtle fans. I hate uh, Raph. Geez. So once they morph, it's useless. The only cool thing about when they morph is. Uh, you get to see them do the thing, and you get to see their their morpher. Yeah, and then uh, uh, you get like a, a super bomb or something. It's called. Yeah, they the action, each, like they're all relatively on, like, your, the
1: same, but there's differences.
0: Yeah, little things, which is kind of. I mean, you almost always just save it
1: for the boss, and then hit the boss. Because literally, it. I think literally Kim's is the weirdest. It's literally just pink crystals flying across the screen. Yeah, where Billy was uh, ice, an ice storm. Zach was bolt like boulders. Trini was lightning, and then uh, Jason was fire. Right. So at least those four had a, like a, something that could like an ice storm or yeah, like a, but like just pink crystals. Yeah, I'm but like
0: well, the alternative would have been like love, and then you would have been like the <laughs> shitty kid from Captain oh, America, Captain that Planet.
1: Amazing. That would have been amazing if she was the love character. So.
0: So, but the first half of the game, you fight as them as teenagers, and I actually prefer that part because at least they have a little bit of personality, right? Like Zach does, I think, and I'm I'm not—I'm ninety percent sure—he used to call it hip hop keto in the show, and he would do like dancing with his karate. And
1: when when you like when you crouch down you do kicks like kick out yeah Zach's was like really low and it looked like he was like doing like a slide yeah. it looked really cool he was
0: the coolest of the five out of their outfit yeah. in that oh, game heck yeah uh, and then like jason kimberly and, and trini all fought pretty similar they just did their karate and then people up and then, then, billy, up. Looked, looked and then billy was a chicken shit right, right. which i which i i adored like honestly and i put it right here in my notes my single favorite thing about this game is that they captured billy as the nerd because he's my, Look, is he your, is he your favorite? He's my
1: favorite Power Ranger, no, other than the Green one. He's my no, favorite Power Ranger, Green easily, but then Jason right behind okay. the Green for me. I'm, like, I'm, i actually no playing this game. My favorite one to play through was with Zach because he yeah the he's Black the Ranger. coolest yeah. yeah he is obviously the coolest. Um,
0: yeah. like my favorite Power Ranger growing up was Billy because he's the Donatello of the Power Rangers. Right? Yeah. he's the brains. And 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 if you never did watch Power Rangers by some chance that you're listening to this podcast, which I can't remember, we all or imagine we all know that uh, at least at the start of the show Billy was a chicken shit. Like he once he morphed, then he turned into a badass. But until he morphed, he, yeah. he was he didn't know how to fight. He was scared. Literally,
1: look, like, well, I have gone back and watched it. There's an episode where he's scared to climb a cliff, right? And he's like, is he up there? He's like freaking out because he he has to get up there to save Trini, right? And but it's it's he he they captured it in this game, like, yeah. It, and in he, this
0: game, like he runs through the game like. And he like covers his head and throws these like chicken shit punches and stuff. Yeah, but then once he morphs, like, yeah. and he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. So I, I it's funny because I, I like you would think the the coolest aspect of the game would be to play as the Power Rangers. But to me, the funnest part of the first five levels, where you're just running left to right beating people up, is playing as the kids. It makes it more challenging too
1: because you don't have your weapons. Yeah. Because with once you get when like except for Trini because it just annoyed me. Like for Billy, uh, Kimberly, Zach, and uh, Jason. Jason. Because the axe was longer, the bow was longer, the trident was longer, the sword was longer. You 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 got a little more reach. You can stand back slightly and attack them, right? And you less likely to get stabbed. But right. p- and literally for some reason, putties had knives. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand that. Like I I, I watched Power Rangers for like, since I was a kid, and I've never seen a Putty patroller with a knife. They're the, they're more useless than foot soldiers. And literally, there's a, one of the levels a Putty patroller has a like a gun. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen well, a Putty Patroller hold a gun either. But,
0: like, to be fair, like, there were, It like, is a video game. Right, and that. in the Turtles games, like, I don't remember the foot soldiers ever coming up and throwing bombs, you know, like, like, literally black circular yeah, bombs, but in the but games but they did.
1: It's just weird to have a Putty Patroller, just to me, yeah. like, the hardcore oh, fan that I, I am, it's hard to see a Putty Patroller with a knife. Yeah,
0: Like, <laughs> they obviously had to do something to just try to change it up a little bit, yeah. but it didn't work. and,
1: like, there's only one level where, like, I think two Putty controllers have a gun because they're. You have to like dodge by them as you're climbing up the this uh, like you're running an elevator. As right. like, well, I, watched a long play before I I, I came before this because I need to refresh. Fuck, refresh. that would be a long video. Well, I skipped a bunch of it, yeah. because it's very repetitive. But it, like just literally one, where you have the cl- you're riding an elevator and you're dodging stuff on the elevator. Then it stops and you have to climb up the rest of the way, and like you're dodging putty patrollers shooting you, right? And it's just it's just it just seemed very out of place. It just like. I mean Turtles in Time, I'm
0: ninety-nine percent sure Turtles in Time came out before this game, but I might be wrong. Um, well, this has been ninety-five. Either either way, like there were yeah. beat-em-ups. Like it's like the beat-em up formula had been figured out. Even back to the NES with Double yeah. Dragon Battletoads with the Turtles games. Yeah. Beat 'em ups were done and people knew how to make a decent beat. She always does that. <laughs> my my dog's <laughs> like army crawling across the floor.
1: <laughs> I'd never seen it.
0: Uh there were always beat 'em up games, and for some reason it it's like this one, like, they could have made this. They like I know they couldn't do it because they didn't own the game, but, like, they could have just taken Turtles in time and just palette-swapped everything out and made the exact same style of game, and people would have enjoyed it substantially oh, so. more. They really just... They got the Power Rangers IP. Power Rangers was hot as fuck. Let's churn out guarantee- the quickest I, even, game we can. And
1: even, no, it, like, because they'd go on to make... I think there was, like, a, the movie game, which came out a year later. Yeah. That there was a fighting mode game. There's uh, When Zeo came out, they put out a Battle Racers game. Right. But, like... Like this is the most like I've and I've watched some video on the other stuff this is the most basic version of any of the games like it's, it's, it's so basic yeah it's just boring and, and like I it's not like it's boring but it, it's still fun like because if, if you're a power Rangers fan it was I, I know I loved it back in the day oh yeah it's just because plays your with the game your successor with the with the IP
0: and a couple of things I will give it uh, before I go back to shitting on it is uh it, it doesn't like outside of the shitty palette swap for the power Rangers when they morph, the graphics aren't terrible. Like, the, the in their street clothes, they look cool. I really do think that the bosses look cool. Um, yeah, I got, I got and, issues with the
1: bosses. <laughs> and they and
0: they do a decent job with the music. Like, yeah. the music is actually, uh, albeit repetitive, the music is actually kind of cool. And they get the Power Rangers theme in there and stuff. Yep. And, like, and that
1: theme is fucking awesome. It's the best thing, probably one of my favorite themes ever. Yeah,
0: so, like, there are aspects of it that are cool. But like, at the end of the day, like... Outside of loving the Power Rangers, there was no reason to play it
1: because there were so many better beat em ups on the system. Oh, very much. Unless you wanted to play as the Power Rangers. And then you're talking about the bosses. Like, it's very. The boss fights are somewhat repetitive, except for a couple. I remember the Golden Skeleton. That was Bones. He's the first one. Right. And all he does is jump away from you, and then he has this like sweeping slash that sends like a beam a beam right. of energy out and it's you, know, you do is jump. Right. And you dodge it and all he does is jump away from you and then he eventually, you, you break him apart, he loses his arms and then he just- Oh, that's all, right. Then all he does is hop away from you. He doesn't yeah. actually attack you. Yeah, that's right. He just right. hops. Then you break him apart again then he's a head. Then he's got a and it's just a head floating around, which to their credit- happened on the show he right. was a, i'm pretty sure he was a floating head at one point point. and then there was like an eyeball cloud the eyeball guy was the third guy and like you beat him up he just shot lasers out of his eyes and then he shot then he would just like rain like he'd shoot eyeballs out at you yeah and then there was the second level was uh, i literally wrote them down gnarly gnome he's literally he would teleport around and he had a rake oh that's right the rake yeah, yeah that's right he fought you with a rake it, but you're he, supposed it, to be these like all powerful it, beings yeah and then but um, he's got a rake fourth level like sideshow bob he's a genie. Is, is literally his name is called genie he looks like a genie and he's caught like i checked these out online i went and looked up the the bosses because i'm like i need to remember who these guys are mm-hmm. his, name, his name is genie and all he did was he di- he never attacked you he would either the fireballs would drop from the roof or these these look like electrical laser things that shoot out from the from the sides Oh wow! It, it, it was a very and, all, and it was very easy to dodge. Like when I went a lot with the wall play. The guys just like walk, walk, move, move, jump, jump, jump. Right, He's, right. And you, you move it, and then the fifth one was and was the Dark Warrior. Right, and all he it was he was just it was literally a back and forth fight throughout that one because right. he was just coming at you trying to hack you. So, so I
0: just like literally as you were explaining it, it just got me thinking. I and I don't know if it was bad design that makes it so easy and repetitive, or if it was. The only people that are going to be interested in playing this game are going to be little kids that love Power Rangers. Why think, do we make a game that's accessible to
1: them to play? I think it's the latter. It's I think it's the fact that. that at that point, like you didn't, ha- you maybe had the people who for some reason somehow got a hold of the sent got a hold the Sentai. Yeah, maybe, but at that point, like adults weren't not many. Like I'm not saying no adults were watching it at that point, right. but not many adults were watching. Power Rangers 93. No. And if you make Now, it... it's different now because yeah. we grew up on, on the series. We still watch it. Right. But the fact is, it was a series made for kids. So these people going, let's make this game for kids. Right.
0: And if they make it too hard, then you get parents complaining that like, oh, I bought this game for my kids and he can't beat it because he sucks. He can't get through level one. Uh, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's the first five levels. There's some good, there's some bad. It's pretty. It's it, And you, then,
1: got, you got to destroy some laser cannon. And there's right. one where you literally this giant like there's a giant laser cannon. But if you drop in to like this little ga- valley underneath it, I uh, you stand up, attack it, then duck when it shoots, and then stand up and attack, it and it blows up. Right. It's I'm like, if you get hit by it, it hurts you. But I'm like, that's really. Bad. Lame. But then the last two levels, there's no real depth to
0: them, but I actually really enjoy them. Oh, yeah. And the last two levels, uh, so the guys, as is the formula for the show, uh, they call upon the Zords, and the Zords show up. You don't even get to play as the individual Zords at all, they just are instantly Magazord. Yeah, but then the last two levels are basically. I, just, I wish
1: we would have got a level with a with it in tank mode at least. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like
0: or like a little bit of like left to right like side scrolling beat them up as Megazord. Yeah, you know like maybe they grow the
1: putties and you get to fight them as Megazord or something. But oh, yeah. regardless, you get or, to do or these, you grow the last five bosses. Yeah, yeah, you fight them through. Like maybe make them a little easier than sure. you were. You you put them down throughout the run and then you get to the the final two bosses. Like put
0: the like make my minion grow or whatever the yeah. fuck it is You used to Make yell my at. monster grow, that's what I it was and yeah. throw the wand yeah. uh
1: so the last two fights you basically it's just it's like it almost looks like street fighter or like a fighting well, game this is exactly what you got on the genesis version like this is a well there was differences obviously right right but this is the version like it was just it, this was the game yeah this is the entire game was you fight back you fight this, that's where the Genesis version was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause
0: it is cool. Controlling Magazord and fighting Magazord. Like I, and I won't lie to you, like when I'm playing those levels, I'm like, it feels like Magazord. He feels kind of big, kind of clumsy. Yeah. Cause he always looked big and clumsy and on just, the show.
1: You're just hacking with the sword. Yeah. But it was like, they were fun and I actually oh, yeah. really
0: enjoyed those two levels. A lot. And I think like, I haven't looked at them in, in 20 plus years, but like, I remember them looking pretty cool at the
1: time. Oh yeah. And like, it's, it's mute. It's mutus for the, the first the level six. And then they bring in probably one of my co- the coolest things I thought out of this first season. It was it was in what was supposed to be the finale, but it ended up being like episode forty of sixty, and that's how many episodes they did in season one of Power oh, Rangers, um, uh, Cyclopsis, which was uh, Goldar Zord, right. That right. was Goldar Zord, which is, to me was cool because it was like an evil Zord.
0: A nice little touch to the, you know, admittedly, and like we could go down this wormhole if we wanted to. Everybody loves Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. Admittedly, I think it would
1: have been cool if you had had to fight Dragon Zord and the Green Ranger at some point. Yeah, but, you know, well, that would have they weren't going to put
0: that much work into the
1: yeah, game. Yeah, that's a, that. I think you got that. You got Dragon Zord because he's in the in the fighting game. You you got to fight you got to fight Tommy and you got to fight the Dragon Zord. But once you beat them. You get you get use of them. Oh, you get to they. It's See why it's wasn't a, that in this? It's game.
0: an unlockable. Like just the Green Ranger and Dragon Zord would have made this game more fun. Oh heck yeah! I don't know why they worked there.
1: Yeah, I. So. I
0: but you do, you do these two boss fights or whatever you want to call them. The last two levels are just these two fights as Megazord, uh where he ends it the same way he used to end every episode with the fucking giant the final slash.
1: Yeah. the camera. I think it was called Final Slash. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think. Don't quote me on that, Andreas. And, my buddy Andreas might yell at me for that one because <laughs> he's a bigger. Uh, rangers nerd than me and then i want to say
0: yeah. and then i want to i don't remember if you had to beat the game to get the code or not but because this was before the internet but i do remember my brother and i having a code or something you could put in or something where you could then play it two player and fight one as the as the bosses from six and seven and one is megazord and you could fight but it was just those two things and we played a couple times and be like all right well yeah because
1: then they would eventually release they because the, the fighting edition came out on genesis as the main or was it genesis or mega drive i can't remember what it was right as the main version and then fighting the fighting mode version of this game came out and it was just all the last two level versions right but just th- over and it over, was over, and over and over again but you you did you did earn the green range you did earn the dragon's sword doing that stuff though that's brutal yeah so uh,
0: one of my i mean uh, <laughs> one of my criticisms
1: we've had a lot of criticisms
0: of this game but if i could change one thing about this game other than making it fun it <laughs> would be uh, <laughs> it would be that there's no two player yeah. And that I, just seems like such a. Like, a beat em ups are designed they, they'd to play.
1: they it. Double Dragon. Uh, Dude. River uh, City Ransom. The, double Dragon. Uh, the Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtle, Turtle games. they would already already done two. And to be able to play alongside when your friends are you with your brother. Yeah. And you, like, you you could steal Jason and say, screw you. Or totally. Yeah. Steal yeah. Zach and say, screw like, you. Like, the NES but, could handle two player beat em ups. Yeah. So why couldn't the SNES at least design a two player version? Like, yes, I can understand getting to the final two levels. You can't. It, it, but then again, if you would have put the Green Ranger in, yeah. you could do two player in the final level right. because you could literally have Dragon Zord and, and Megazord fighting.
0: I just it always just bothered me. I was like, How is there or, not a two player mode? Or in this if you
1: game? could have two player, you could have had the Megazord and then just somehow have like the Tyrannosaurus there with them. Right. That could have been in the second player's sprite. There like, could have been a way. Yeah.
0: They just, I don't know. You know what? At the end of the day, it seems like and a like, dumbed down game for kids, but it and, also seems
1: like a very half assed. And, and with game. a two player version, you could could turn up the difficulty. Right. Like, you could say, two-player version's harder. Sure. Simple as that, because I, there's two people. And,
0: like, and I'm not stupid, guys. Like, I mean, I've played a ton of video games. I'm fully aware that a majority of video games based around popular IP aren't very good. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I know you cash in on the IP, and I get that that's probably what this was. Oh, very but much so. But this game is just so goddamn half-assed.
1: Like, I, it, I was watching, I said, I watched I a video, watched some long play. Like, I skipped through a lot of it. And then I watched some on, like, the release a game about a year, year and a half later after the movie came out. hmm And... If you're gonna play Power Rangers, want to play a Power Rangers <laughs> game from SNS? Play the Power Rangers as a movie game. It's much better. You get six rangers out of it too, because you get the White Ranger in it too. Ooh. So yeah, play 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 the movie version if you're gonna right. play. If you want to play a Power Rangers game, yeah. I'll, I'll say this 100. percent It's a much more fun game.
0: I know that normally as when I... a side I, scroller,
1: right. I know normally when I sign off this show,
0: I tell people like, hey, go find a way to play this game. You don't need to play this one. Go find you're a way good. to play the movie version. Yeah, go play the movie version. Just watch an episode or two of this on YouTube or something. And play the, the song a
1: couple of times and you're yeah. like, I'm good. I got my fix. And then the end of this game just annoys me because all it is, after they beat Cyclops is, like, you have to fight him twice. Like, he, yeah, he, he you turns fight him his, two times. Yeah. He, he goes from white version to, the, I swear to God, it's not even gold. It's like a bronze version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, like he goes from silver to bronze and you have to fight him again. It's like he's, wor- he's worse. Yeah. And then, Um, it's literally them just driving in a car that's right and then and then it then it morphs into the teen center and Zach and everybody's like around the the juice bar and then Zach's out there just dancing yeah and Zach's dancing that's right they forgot about that that's literally ending to this game that's the credits you just watch the credits as Zach dances what a stupid game Uh, you could beat it in about half an hour if you wanted to yeah like the long play I watched literally I watched a couple of different videos and one of the long plays I watched dude went through without getting hit once yeah and he did it in 45 minutes. There you go. It's not yeah. a hard game. It's a boring it's game. It's just it just, just like, nostalgia. The bosses can be beat very fast. Yeah. It's getting through the putties. Yeah. It's just cuz there's it's it's just, just so monotonous. And some and the level the levels legitimately get longer each, as each level goes on.
0: Yeah, and I remember playing it as a kid and at points being like, "Fuck, let's go." Like Like why aren't we to the boss yet? <laughs> it's like, "Why do not you turn the game off?" No, cuz it's Power Rangers. Play the Power Rangers movie game or play one of the many, 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 many beat-em-ups that are on the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis that are better. Turtles in Time. It was episode two of this podcast. Go back and check it out. I'd appreciate it. Andre, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give
1: Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Six and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because it's still fun. It's 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 still Power Rangers, but it's not a great game. I give it. A, I give it a four. I think. I, I think there's nostalgia built into this for me. That's it. That's why I give it the six and a half. If it, wouldn't, if it wasn't for the nostalgia, I probably would be making it a lot worse.
0: I give it. I give it a four. And if I didn't have nostalgia for it, it would get like a two <laughs> because it's just there's so many better versions of it yeah. on other consoles. I just love that Power Rangers theme song uh with that said it's probably playing again right now because i'm getting ready to end the podcast yeah uh dude thank you so much for coming over talking power rangers with me always happy to that's nostalgia right there baby uh go go power rangers billy's the best yeah he's he's the best sack That's going to do it for this week's episode. Andre, thank you so much for coming over and talking Power Rangers with me. And to all of you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you liked the show, please subscribe to us. Please throw us a good review on wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Uh, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash remember the game, facebook.com slash remember the game, Instagram and Twitter at member the game. I try to follow everybody back. I've been trying to wade through all of the fucking garbage, like business accounts on Instagram and just follow other people, including other podcasts. I've actually talked to a couple podcasts about maybe doing, uh, some crossover episodes, Uh, which I'm really excited about. So follow us on all those things. We'll try to follow back. I love interacting with people on there. If you liked the show, please leave us a good review somewhere. I don't know what it does, but I really, really appreciate it. And uh, that's going to do her. For This week's episode, you guys. I will be back in seven days with episode 49 of the show. We have got some killer episodes lined up as we uh, get into, I guess you would almost call it year two of the podcast, uh, including episode 50, two weeks away. I'm very excited. I can't thank you all enough for supporting Remember the Game, and I will be back again in seven days. Go play some video games and uh, go, go Power Rangers. Take it easy. Cheers. <laughs>